Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Tell you what, I want to go back to Matthew 13 and look at the last part of a, a verse that we saw related to parables. You know, we've started the series here on the parables. And we started in Matthew 13 where there are several parables. And we started there because Jesus actually interprets the parables for us, gives us understanding of how to uh, uh, see what he was saying in these things. When we get to verse 51 of Matthew 13, Jesus asked this question of his disciples. Have you understood all of these things? And by all these things, he's speaking of, you know, what he'd been talking about, these, these parables, what he was saying. The disciples said to him, verse 51, yes, verse 52. And Jesus said to them, therefore, every scribe who has become a disciple of the kingdom of heaven is like a head of a household who brings out his treasure, things new and old. So what is Jesus saying right here? He's asking them, do you understand these things? And they say, yeah. And he said, okay, if you do, and here's what's going on. Every scribe, you know, you had the religious rulers, scribes, Pharisees, the Sadducees, this kind of thing. The idea behind this is that everyone who is um, a, a writer or a recorder, someone who does this, a teacher, an interpreter, depends on the context of the or the definition, you know, he says, if you've become a disciple of the kingdom of heaven, then you are like the head of a household, the head of the household, the patriarch, the grandpa, the great grandpa, who brings out of his treasure things new and old. So he has a treasure. The scribe has a treasure. The people, these religious rulers have a treasure. The old treasure, the ancient treasure, that's really what the word means, ancient, uh, are the things of the word of God from long times past, the Old Testament, okay, the ancient teachings of Judaism, and they were good and they were wonderful. But now Jesus is saying, if you are a disciple, if you become a disciple, a learner of the kingdom of heaven, that out of your treasure, you're going to bring new and old. And that word new right there is really sort of interesting because it's the Greek word kainos, and it means fresh, okay, fresh. And it's not the word neos. Neos is something that's new, is temporarily new. But with kainos, it carries an idea that is qualitatively new. There's something new of a different quality. There's a different thing that's happening here. And so the one who's a disciple of the kingdom of heaven is going to bring forth out of his treasure the old and the new. This new is a different quality. It's a different kind of thing that is really based and built upon the old. So Jesus is showing them, you know, the things that you have been raised with in Judaism, all these kind of, this is great. <clears throat> this is wonderful. But now there's something new coming forth. This kingdom of heaven is new, but it's not a new thing. It's actually built upon this. It's a freshness to this. Now, I want to read the balance of the 13th chapter of Matthew. It's the last, uh, what, six, seven verses. <laughs> Just because I like to finish the phrase, right? Finish the thought. But notice what happens right here, because this is what we can expect, folks. This is what we can expect as uh, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, what we're about to see right here. Remember Jesus said that the parables, 
that he spoke to the people in parables, those who were unbelievers, so that hearing they would not hear, so seeing they would not see, they would not understand unless they believed. Verse 53, Jesus, we find this out about him. When Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. So if you remember, he was by the seashore when he was speaking at first, and then he moved into a house and shared some more parables. Now he finished this, and he departs from there. Verse 54, he came to his hometown and began teaching them in their synagogue, so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? So they, they were absolutely amazed because they were seeing something. They were seeing tremendous wisdom from this young man. You know, Jesus was in his early 30s. They're seeing this wisdom, and they're seeing this miraculous power. He's moving in power. And, the, of course, the question arises, where did this man get it? Well, why? Well, he's back in his hometown, which means they knew him. They knew him. The next verse really gives us insight into that. Verse 55, they, they ask this, Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? Verse 56, And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? So they are dumbfounded at the wisdom and the power of Jesus. They knew him. And you see some things right here. Mary and Joseph's family was quite large. The brothers are mentioned here by name, four brothers. And then it says that Jesus had sisters, which means he had more than one. So he had at least six siblings. Now, I know that some people of the faith believe that uh, Mary remained a perpetual virgin the rest of her life. That's just simply not true. I know they come back and they say, hey, the, the same word right here for brothers is also used for you know cousins and extended. That's true. That's true. But that's not what's being said here. Jesus had biological brothers and sisters. They were half, <laughs> half brothers and sisters because the father was his son, uh, father, right? But anyway, the people are asking this. We know this family and they're all still here. We know that where did this man get these things? The next verse is so, so revealing because they had to make a decision and they're acknowledging it. They're asking these questions. Nothing wrong with asking these questions. Nothing wrong with, hey, where, where did this man with this wisdom come from? Where did these powers come from? We know his family. What is going on here? But they had to make a decision. And the decision is this, folks. The same decision we make day in, day out. Do you believe do you believe? You want to know what they decided? Look at the next verse, verse 57. And they took offense at him. Well, there you go. There's your answer. <clears throat> they took offense at Jesus. You're either going to believe or you're going to be offended by him. And they chose the way of offense. They chose believe within their own mind because they're saying, hey, this guy was born and raised here. We've known him from the beginning. And, you know, there was all sorts of things. One of the other Gospels, uh, at one time, the religious rulers actually say something along the line that he was the supposed son of Joseph. They were throwing his parentage out at him 30 years later. What they were saying was, yeah, yeah, we know that story. 
about you supposedly being of God, but we know that that doesn't happen. And so you were, you were, your conception is questionable. You know, that type of attitude, they chose to take offense at him. Listen to what Jesus said to them. A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his own household. He's, you know, he's saying, hey, you know, a prophet is someone who moves like this. Other places will honor him, but his hometown and his household won't. And then the last verse, 58. And he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. And that could be looked at in a couple of ways. That he didn't do the miracles because they didn't believe. Not many miracles. They didn't say he didn't do any miracles. He did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. Did their unbelief quench Jesus's ability to do that? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Probably not. Did uh, their unbelief keep the Father from leading Jesus into doing miracles? That's likely the idea. Okay? They didn't believe. They didn't see much. I just love this way that Matthew ends this right here. Because he says when he finishes his parables, he goes home. Goes to his hometown. Comes in there and he's teaching in the synagogue. It doesn't say that he was speaking in the sin, uh, speaking parables, but he's teaching. What would he have been teaching? You see, in other places, he's teaching the word of God. He's teaching the things of the kingdom, and yet they did not believe, and they took offense at him. Be forewarned, folks. Do not choose to take offense of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, again, I'm Dale, and thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.